Guys, I have to, before we get started with all this fun stuff we have planned for today, yeah. um, as you start your day, <laughs> so I have to say this, Murphy, you don't know this happened. Somebody who's also here early in the morning <laughs> just told Sam that he used to have a tablecloth that looks just like Sam's shirt. And this oh, is really? the shirt that you wore that I told you, what, six months ago that it looks like a tablecloth i'm yeah, I sorry know. a barbecue and, and, tablecloth and i think producer david even took a picture of the shirt and <laughs> yes. you know cropped it with a red and white and tablecloth you tell. i know well, you love that you're, shirt you're gonna but it, have to snapshot it again so everybody can see this shirt murphy yeah. we had so bur- it, wait we had burgers the other night we took taylor before um first day of school for burgers and fries and whatnot and we walked in and it's that pattern so, Sam, let me ask you this. When <sighs> the they, you, you always usually have a funny line, even when somebody says something like that to you. <laughs> did you come back and say, yeah, where's the barbecue? Or did you, anything funny? I, mean, uh, I just snapped and said, gee, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> there you go. And he didn't understand, so I had to explain to him that we've been through this process. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> If you like the shirt, wear it, man. That's how I feel. It's your life. But it is the red and white tablecloth pattern that we see in barbecue it places everywhere. It did not even occur to me when I was ironing it last night. Yes, that, now it will, though, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I may have to wear this in other situations now. If you like when I go to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, you'll look like the owner or something. you look like you really belong there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So funny. It's funny. I've never been a person to wear that kind of pattern you will never see me in that kind of pattern unless it's cold outside and i've got this amazingly soft flannel then i'll go for a pattern like well, that unless the three of us are doing it together and we're all wearing top hats and have a cane and we're going to do a barbershop quartet thing right oh okay have i seen barbershop quartets and checkered shirts before i guess um, but we can't sing yeah and they have those red and white striped jackets too Barbershop. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. That's right. It's the, the straw hats. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Any, any more? You want to get out here before uh, we get I've, started? I'm just going to say, for fun, let's post a picture of your shirt again. And yeah. It makes me want barbecue. I'm glad you wore it. Would you like some mustard-based <laughs> sauce or vinegar-based? <laughs> okay, look. There's so much fun stuff coming up today. Just before 8 o'clock this morning, um, audiobooks for your dogs. When you leave them at home and you worry, like I, I always leave the radio on for them, but you can leave <laughs> books on now that will calm them down it's a, an idea endorsed by Caesar Milan, and I cannot wait to tell you about it. By the time you get home, they're smarter? But they're calm, at least. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So much for you. Um, the HBO hack has turned into the Game of Thrones hack, and the big move Disney's making away from Netflix. We'll do all that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. i bring you up to speed here on the HBO hack. It's really hard to... Um, you know, follow what all is happening here. And also because I don't care as much as long as I still get Game of Thrones on Sunday night. Well, but you realize me- a- HBO's got to care the same way that Sony did because there are all sorts of executive emails that have been uh-huh. hacked. You know, I mean, there's yes. no telling what kind of stuff is going to be released. It's not expected fact- to be as bad as the Sony hack, they're saying. That was the worst, worst one. And wasn't that when, like, it revealed, uh, you know, pay structure for movies and some sort of... Yeah. What, what actress kind of got in the middle Angelina of Angelina Jolie. That's right, right. That she. When there's name calling in there, there was too. Some, like, she's over with, dude. Something yeah. like that. Ooh. You know, and some. It was some big executive who was talking smack about her in yeah. his email. So there's that's, one email I found called Game of Boring. <laughs> I know you didn't just say that. that. Let me tell right. you a little something, Sam. Let me explain a little something to you. 
I get it. Mm-hmm. I know if you're not on, you're sick of hearing about it. But HBO and all of its years of being huge, it's it's brought us so much crazy entertainment. It's their number one property. Oh, yeah. It is the most exciting thing they've ever brought to original programming. Well, and HBO really was, I think, kind of the first to do the long-form original programming, right? Really? I don't know. Back in the day, I think, when on, on cable, when it first, yeah. Oh, my were, gosh. It, it, we, there was broadcast TV, and then there was HBO. When we got HBO for the first time, I would wait till my parents went to sleep, and I would watch mm. that like it was my job. Actually, remember, it wasn't called HBO. It was called Home, Home Box, Box Office. Office. <laughs> that's right. Back in the day, that's right. Hey guys, we got to shorten this. Yeah. You me. know, it's funny you say that, Jody, because I used to do the same thing and watch the channels between the channels, but that's a story for another day. Ah, Cinemax. Okay, go ahead. Uh, when you heard noises ridiculousness okay um but a lot of people know what you're talking about um hackers are proving they really have successfully gotten into the servers they've leaked sensitive data including scripts for upcoming game of thrones episodes which i don't need that i'm gonna wait and be a good throner and watch it on sunday it seems to me reading the script would be it's like reading the book you'd rather wait for the tv if you're a crazy mad fan you might want to read it though Mm. um unreleased episodes of other shows like ballers have been you know released and they're expecting further leaks and even they've even released phone numbers a couple of phone numbers and email addresses to game of thrones actresses no joke amelia clark who is khaleesi murph and oh oh yeah i know who you're talking about (laughs) and then lena headley who was also cersei lannister Mm -hmm. their personal information got leaked out thanks to these bad hackers any Mm -hmm. chances a cell phone number in there I'm sure there is, but I'm sure it's disconnected by now. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I do have more Hollywood Outsider for you coming up next. In fact, the big move Disney's making to get away from Netflix. Let's do that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Oh, you got to, another one? Yeah, I do. It's just <laughs> overflowing. So um, Disney, we're going to get to Disney uh, saying goodbye to Netflix and Netflix not being happy about that. But first, David Letterman, speaking of Netflix, is returning to TV with a Netflix talk show. Remember when he said goodbye to TV? All right, that's pretty much all I got. The uh, only thing I have left to do for the last time on a television program, thank you and good night. Okay, so he's going to be doing a, a six-episode series on Netflix, which will feature in-depth conversations with, I don't know, extraordinary people. They haven't announced people well, it's one yet. person an episode. Right, that. right. It's like just time with Dave and somebody else that you hopefully will be interested in. Is and he at least going to shave for this? <clears throat> Probably not. Yeah. I he's rocking that. a Santa he, beard. I know. He just, I don't know. That's distracting to me. Me too. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but you know what? He gets to do what he wants to do. He does. Infield segments, and it'll be all his humor and curiosity. So if you like Letterman, you're going to like this on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It'll be on demand. So we yeah, want him to. It's on Netflix. He doesn't have any censor restrictions That's either. right. And if he'll just shave, we'll all be happy, right, Murphy? Okay, so Disney <clears throat> has ending, has it was announced this week. You probably heard about it, ending their distribution deal with Netflix. Um, but what does that mean for you if you want to watch all the Disney movies on Netflix? Master! I don't think you quite realize what you've got here. Uh, I'm assuming it doesn't mean anything right now. Not right this minute. It's a blow to Netflix because they had this streaming deal with Disney before streaming became a, a, such a big yeah. deal to everybody. And um, so, and they're not going to see so much of the benefit here because Disney's going to like take their own stuff back. Yeah. They won't lose the movies right away. They plan to cut Netflix out starting uh, with the studio's 2019 films. So where are they going to put it? Are they going to stream their own movies? Their own. Yeah, they're going to create their own. Their own. So you'll have a one streaming place to get everything Disney. And isn't that a lot? Isn't that a lot? That does mean also, Sam, that the uh, next two Star Wars movies you should be able to stream on Netflix.
Yay. But not the trilogy's final installment. That's going to be all Disney all day. <sighs> That's what it means for you, fellas. Okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Um, I have a friend who just started driving Uber, and he wants to know what our experiences have been like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mine mostly have been good. I've got a few pointers I can give him. Yeah, let's do that next. So, you know, audiobooks while you're driving, man, that's pretty handy for a person, but did you know you can get them for a dog, too? Well, while they're driving? For, <laughs> <laughs> it's not for driving. We'll cover that next hour. All right, right now, I got to tell you guys, one of my favorite, one of my friends... You know, you guys know of him as Jesse. You you've met Jesse before. Oh, yeah. oh I love yeah. Jesse. Yes, I, I never get to I never get to see Jesse enough. But we have a social media, you know, friendship. And um, he posted that he's starting. He was applying for an Uber job, and he got he got it. And Great. so he's going to start driving this week. I'm like, oh, I want to call a car just so Jesse will pick me up. <laughs> but he actually, when he posted, he asked and he wanted everybody's experiences because he wants to be really good he uh-huh. doesn't want to talk too much he doesn't want to be completely silent so he wanted everybody's pointers That's as smart. an uber rider what makes it a great experience for you so what are your pointers murphy because i know you're mr biz uh, i have two one good and one thing to avoid <laughs> okay the, the good one is just really just be yourself because you know jesse's got that personality i know him it, it's mm-hmm. you know being you know kind of relatable kind and, and just kind of service oriented you know what i mean because yeah. you do have a customer in the car yeah and and so just that courtesy i think is the most important thing yeah. the only problem i've ever had with an uber ride it was a guy who instead of actually being active and running he was taking a nap i guess when his phone went off and so it took him 25 minutes to come to me Ooh. i probably should have canceled that ride and waited but i mean to me if you're going to be prepared and on make sure you're really on that you're yeah. not just kind of hanging around the house in your boxers you know waiting for oh gotta get ready to go did he tell you that he was going to be that long getting to you no. That's the problem. Your expectation he, I mean, he, was... Right. He apologized a couple of times, but I kept getting... To, when I was texting him, the, this particular driver, I kept kind of getting the delay thing. So yeah. that's, that's my advice. Okay. Any advice from you, Sam? I've got one piece of advice uh, for No, Jesse. I just remember when we just went on our trip last week and, and Murphy Ubered for us to get back to the airport. The car was too small. Yeah, we had like five big suitcases and this tiny little <laughs> car shows up and he opens the trunk and he's got a baby seat in the back. It's like, like no. uh, this, this ain't going to fit, dude. Yeah, make sure it's the right. <laughs> right. My advice to Jesse is you drive the car, let them drive the conversation. Meaning if it's somebody who wants to talk, you'll know because yeah. they'll start asking you questions. Yeah. Um, if it's somebody who wants to work and be quiet or whatever, you'll also know. Pay attention to their body language. And if they want to be quiet, let them. Yeah. So, like, you drive the car, like, they drive the conversation. Mm-hmm. Some people yeah. are chatty, others are not. I think that's good. But, it, look, the thing is, we ought to, if, if you've got an idea for Jesse, call yeah. us, too. We would love to hear from you, 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up, Jody finds the good news today. Jody's good thing. It's actually your good thing. We've asked what good things are happening in your life for you to, you know, email us or call. And producer David, we've got somebody. Yeah, Sophia's calling in and she wants to share her personal experience with organ donation. Cool. We'll do that next. You know, uh, we love finding positive news every day. That's what Jody's Good Thing is all about. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't just come from the news. It comes from you, yes. which is awesome. 877-310-4MSJ. Good news. Jody's Good Thing. All righty. We asked on our Facebook page what good things are going on in your life and for you to call also. And um, David, who's on the line? It's Sophia, and she wants to share her experience with organ donation. All right. You've got one. Sophia? I do, actually. Um, About two years ago, I lost a son. He was, actually, he was two when he passed away. 
Oh, gosh. It's funny because they call you right after they pass away. Um, obviously, the more fresh the situation, the better the organ. Right. It's like the worst um, time to call you, but it's when they have to call you, the organ donation people. Exactly. Yes. Um, I'm actually a cancer survivor. I uh, I had leukemia when I was two years old, and my brother was my donor. So I've oh, been wow. in remission for 26 years already. Okay. Um, yeah, I know exactly what it means to save a life. Um, so when they called me, I jumped on it. And had I been able to give my son part, his whatever they could have taken, I would have done it. So all they could take actually were, were his um, heart tissues and his um, like his corneas and his whatever they could take from his eyes. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I think that anybody who can and is willing to donate should. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what good is a body underground? Right. You're not taking any Everything of it with goes you. To waste. Exactly. The way I see it is my my son you know a part of him is living out somewhere so why not why not give somebody else that chance to live Sophia did you ever ever try to find out about how he lives on through someone do you know the family do you have that opportunity at all you know um they did give me the option they asked um I said yes but the family did not want to right I don't know for what reason but um I did try and I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I know that at least it went to a good use. You've definitely been on both sides of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Sophia, thank you for calling. Uh, no problem. That is a really, uh, that's a hard good thing story to tell, but man. Thank you for doing <laughs> it. Yes. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to let us know what good things are going on in your life. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So Stephen Colbert is leading late night TV right mm-hmm. now, and he's booked a guest for next week that'll be his biggest ever. Tell you about it next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's a big week next week for Stephen Colbert because he's booked a guest that everybody wanted. Now, Stephen Colbert has been really benefiting from what they call in, in TV the Trump bump. Mm-hmm. He talks about the president constantly, and his ratings are through the roof. Yeah, he's been working on it. But here the thing is, the president swears he's not taking it easy. Tweeting, working in Bedminster, New Jersey, (laughs) as long-planned construction is being done at the White House. This is not a vacation. (laughs) See, uh, the the Trump effect or the Trump Trump bump bump is helping him beat Fallon. It really is. is, Really, Fallon and Kimmel never saw Stephen Colbert coming with this comedy, this sort of comedy that yeah they didn't we didn't the world didn't know he could do that that's not what we saw from him before so anyway next week on monday he has booked anthony scarmucci he is going the mooch is going to be on the late show with stephen colbert i mean this is huge because after 10 days in the white house all the firings all the stuff he did and then up up you're fired too yeah um everybody wants to actually hear from him in an interview style who better Mm -hmm. than stephen colbert that's monday night Maybe his biggest ratings there? (laughs) Maybe. Um, It's amazing. All right, moving on to Fox ordering a new singing competition to replace Idol. (sighs) Maybe they're sorry they let Idol go. Yeah. Uh, It's called The Four. Okay. Okay, Who are the four? Well, it's based on a format first developed on an Israel TV show. Okay. uh, With four contestants determined by industry experts in the first week. 
And then they start working it out and going week to week and seeing who if, if it really happens mm. and whose predictions are correct. So instead of having sense? a final 12 or a final 16, they it's just start four. right off with four. They say, these are the four we think right. And so it narrows it down more quickly. Another sing, apparently the singing competitions, every network wants one because it's something that everybody loves. And of course, Fox does not have American Idol anymore. Well, they, ABC does. They got to make sure they find the right judges or right. the right whatever they're going to call it for Panel. this show. Panel. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 755. Taylor Swift's mom was on the stand yesterday in the groping trial and she cried. Tell you about that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up today in the uh, After the Show podcast, uh, we're going to bust a few more of the uh, back-to-school you know, nerves and jitters and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Nerve busters. I don't know what you would call it, Jody. You just kind of feel more at ease. Back-to-school you know? anxiety. Yeah. It doesn't sound as fun as busters. Anyway. Anxiety versus <laughs> nerve busters. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, so subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It doesn't cost you anything to do that, and you can catch up with us after the show. Um, Sam, last night before Jody and I went to bed, something funny happened. <clears throat> And uh, just well, yeah, it, it hysterical. made it made me laugh anyway because uh, what would you say is one of the things that Jody dislikes the most overall? If there's something she's uncomfortable with and really doesn't like, it is technology. Yes, technology and electronics. <laughs> ding 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 ding! <laughs> what do I win, Murphy? Me on the other hand, you win being right. <laughs> uh, me on the other hand, I um, you know, I, I'm comfortable with it. In fact, I probably get too technical, as you know, on things. Mm-hmm. And so last night, um, you know, we're about to turn out the light, and Jody says... Uh, I'm sleepy so, at this know, point, says, too. Murphy, did you order the T-184? And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, at yeah. first, I'm thinking yeah. to myself, wait yeah, a second, yeah. is, is Jody sleep-talking? <laughs> and so I, I kind of started laughing. I said, what? <laughs> you know, the T-184. Phoebe needs that as her calculator. It's a Texas Instruments T-184. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And I was laughing. I said, you know, it's funny. I don't ever hear you speak in numbers <laughs> yeah. and names like yeah, that. Yeah, he liked that. Yeah. He was, liked for me to speak tech. Yeah. So I get online. I'm looking at this like T184. And I'm like, this can't be right. Wait, wait. Texas Instruments TI. T-I. Jenny, did you mean TI84? Yeah. yeah, I won whatever. Yeah. Had yourself <laughs> so a good laugh, did you? I'm surprised yeah. you weren't texting Sam right then. Yeah. He was cracking up. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Yeah, Would, it was just really funny, techno-speak. Oh, that was so funny, though, to hear you. Uh, did you get the T-184? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> what did you say? Hey, at least I remembered it. And I remembered it because I wrote it down. I had it in my phone to remind me because, you know, we, you know, we're... The kids procrastinated like crazy for summer reading. We procrastinated with all the last minute stuff. Yeah, I still yeah. have stuff this weekend to get for Phoebe. Yeah. But, you know, but I will tell you, you know, for all the things that Jody dislikes with technology, because she is a she's a great mom and focused on all of those details. That's why you knew the model number. You know? That's right. Well, even though the one was really an eye, it doesn't matter. Still, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew exactly what to communicate to me so that Phoebe got exactly what she needed. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the T1 shows up soon, right? Yep. T.I. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Your email answered in the producer's <clears throat> mailbag. David, what do we have on the way? Well, Beth, like you, Sam, watches This Is Us, but oh, yes. she won't watch the season finale. Uh- Oh, okay. Also, coming up next, why we had such a hard time networking. We were lousy at it the other day. All three of us on the way. Okay, we recently, the three of us, did this conference. Uh, it was last week when we did when we did our show from a hotel room. Um, you may have caught that in <laughs> the app. That's what they call a conference now. You may yeah. have caught that in the app and show podcast. And if you didn't, you can go back and listen to that anytime. It's free. You can subscribe, all that. Um, guys, I, 
I don't know if you guys had as much trouble as I did, but one of the most important parts of being there was what? Networking. Hmm. Yeah. Like there's well, a lot of people we wanted to talk to, especially Murphy, I think. Well, they had what well, they call a mixer there, and everybody gets together, but I know where Jody's going with this. The trick was mm. it, it was very difficult to hear because you have, already have everybody around, and this wasn't actually the event. Picture that and music being combined with it. Loud, loud you music. Can't really, you can't hear us talking over this, can you? Right? Love music. Wait, wait, wait. And there were drinks and it was fun. And the right people uh. were... That's the perfect setting because it's not the panel and it's not serious. It is not a meeting. It's a mixer. Very and casual. I had a drink, you know, and... Um, you guys had snacks and water, and we were we diet were, beverages. Yes, and we were visiting with people, but that's what that's what networking is supposed to be—a personal, casual, get to know one another, right. then talk business later. So I think that's possibly the most important part of it. But we could not hear. I couldn't hear uh, unless somebody yeah. was screaming in my ear because the unts 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 unts. You know, it was like a club. Combined with the... Yeah, you can see it right now. What did you say, Jody? You know, and I don't have a problem saying, what, what was that? I Excuse me, but I mean, if you keep doing that... It, After a while. Yeah, it's just at some point I just started smiling and shaking my head. I've always had those challenges, though, at any mixer. Even, you know, I mean, even in personal gatherings and that sort of thing. If you're in an environment, you know, where there's a huge crowd, it's just tough. And then so you wind up having to kind of like talk in the person's ear, but then, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's what wound up closeness. happening to me. A lot of whole, you know, shoulder to shoulder conversations. I had one or maybe two conversations that night that I can, you know, I think were beneficial and accomplished what they you, needed to do. You the rest, think, but you're not sure. The rest yeah. of them, maybe, I have no idea. Well, and there was one guy who was a low talker and I had trouble hearing him, but when he said something and laughed, I figured that was my cue to go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the same I, thing. Right? I just talked to the girl who had the unicorn purse. We had a blast. Cute. <laughs> Coming up next, next, producer David's got the mailbag. What do we have, David? Well, Dawn wants to share why she loves the show This Is Us, but mm-hmm. refuses to watch the season finale. Oh, Sam's okay. show. We love to hear from you, so call us anytime and join whatever conversation you want to. 877-310-4MSJ. You can also get us on Facebook or Instagram. Murphy's Sam and Jody. The producer's mailbag. Or email us to the mailbag. David, what do you have in your bag? Yes, Don wrote in to the producer's mailbag and says, Sam, yeah. I am thrilled to know that you love <laughs> this is the show This Is Us as much as I do. I'm almost reluctant to watch the season finale, though, because I don't want to be without my show. It's mm. such an emotional roller coaster. Oh. Huh. Thanks so much for making my morning commute fun. Oh, the season finale was awesome. Are you and Mom all right? Stop it. We're fine. You don't seem fine. <laughs> Look, it's marriage so even the okay, finale just, is heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah it is the uh and i think the reason she's probably saying she didn't want to watch it is everybody assumed something major was going to happen a major thing was going to happen in the finale oh and, that is that right you came uh, back after the finale like what was that and the major thing didn't happen it's so a, it's supposed to happen now i think next there's no season. like cliffhanger or anything oh there's cliffhangers but I don't want to give a spoiler away. I'm but so proud of you for that. Wow, you're growing up, Sam. <laughs> but one character, something big, everybody was anticipating it all season, and oh, it's going to happen in the finale. Oh. It didn't. It's like, it, it'll happen next season. I'm, so you can watch it. It's safe. I know, I'm fami- <laughs> Don, I'm familiar with that feeling that, you know, because you love something so much, you have to know what happens, but you know it's over for you for at least a little while. 
I'm yeah. going to feel that way about the end of the game. Game of Thrones. Although, we have, what, three episodes left? Yeah. Meh. Although, you know, waiting to watch the finale, if you wait to do it right before season two starts, okay. it kind of like, boom, leads you right into two. Season that, two. That's not really the end. Right. It's just another episode. Season yeah. two starts in September, Dawn. Thank mm-hmm. you for the email. And Marilyn writes into the producer's mailbag. Also, she's been checking out some of our recipes on at murphysamandjody.com. Yeah. She says, Jody, I know you, how much you love cream cheese by looking at all of your other recipes. <laughs> you should try to put it in your pimento cheese recipe. Delicious yeah. and so creamy. Yes. Mm. I didn't, you know, I've had pimento cheese with cream cheese in it and it is the bomb. Kind of rich, huh? It's, but I make it the way my grandmother taught me. So when I make it, I just feel like this is our family recipe, which is the one right. that's posted. But yeah, I mean, it rocks it up. Yeah. Certainly does. Look, thank you for reaching out. We love hearing from you in the producer's mailbag on Facebook and Instagram. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I haven't told you about this, Murphy, yet, but, um, I think I might owe an apology to our salon where we take the girls to get their hair cut. Oh, really? Um, because of something that happened there yesterday. <laughs> call us anytime. Even when we're not here, you can call us. It will, here's how. You can leave a 24-hour voicemail. We right. like those. Uh-huh. Yeah, 877-310-4MSJ. Always love to hear from you. Uh, and, and you may have some advice for Jody's friend who's going to start to Uber. So if you've ever done Uber before, the pros, cons, what he should and shouldn't do as an Uber driver. Yeah. Call and leave that message or call us right now. I took Taylor, our um, teenager, to get her hair cut the other day. And this is the place. This is where I go. The guy who cuts my hair, his name is Dennis. We love Dennis. He cuts my hair. He cuts Taylor's hair. He cuts Phoebe's hair. And um, Doesn't cut your hair, Murphy. No, and it's funny. The girls were asking me, why doesn't Dennis cut your hair? And I'm like, you know what? I mean, I don't he know could. why. Je- Jennifer good. cuts my hair, and Jennifer's great. And so, you know, I mean, right. it's it just is what it is. Well, the girls really look forward to him because he is really good. They love the way he does their hair. He's a dad. He's got a daughter. He, he really knows how to, you know, they don't feel yeah. a separation. They feel like, oh, it's Dennis. Hey, and they love it. And so they also love to just talk to him about what's going on in their life. And he always asks a lot of questions there's certainly a lot going on in taylor's life right now because she started a new school now and so i think she was looking forward to visiting with him well we sit down they get underway he starts you know cutting her hair and he asks me do you watch game of thrones and i'm like oh um, yaha and i did not mean for it to happen i even apologized to taylor but it became we were leaving. By the time we paid and left, we had not talked about anything else. Kind of like at home. He kept asking me. I mean, I, I, I tried to change the conversation. like, at, But he kept saying, okay, so what about this one? And he was confused about some big plot points. Uh-huh. So and it was just funny because he's got the hairdryer going. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking louder to me. So everybody in the salon is hearing our conversation and you can immediately see the, the game of Thrones people and not the game. Of Thrones right. People. Yeah. <laughs> I can, I've seen that look and expression, even on my own face. Yeah. So I'm so sorry to Taylor. Cause at the end of it, she's just, her eyes are rolling. And I'm going to tell you this, Murphy, you would love this. Dennis is all about the dragons. Oh, is he really? He was all about it. So it happened. I didn't mean for it to. I'm sorry to everyone Uh, in the salon. I guess I'll have to ask Jennifer if she's a uh, Game of Thrones fan. And you're going to be like me then? (laughs) Well, no, I have nothing to talk about other than, you know, what's her name? Khaleesi? 
That's I true. stopped at season one, remember? That's, her name is not and, Khaleesi. And the Targaryus, which I still think is a computer case, but whatever. Yeah. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So, what's better than doggy ice cream? Um, a doggy audiobook. Oh! <laughs> Actually, there really is an audiobook that can help your dog get through a stressful day if they, if they have that anxiety thing when you're at work. Yeah, we'd love to keep up with you 24-7, and you can do the same thing with us. Follow us on Facebook. If you haven't done that, please go like our page today. That way you'll know you know, when we go Facebook Live and all that. And, of course, you can follow us on Instagram also. I am so excited to tell you about this, Sam. And, you, Murphy, you know our dogs are important to me. Mm-hmm. I consider them a member, members of the family. All four of them. That's right. Um, Audible for dogs. Have you heard about this? Amazon is and has teamed up with Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, and they're making audiobooks for dogs and it's serious if your dog and in america there are tons of dogs who have separation anxiety and owners have to leave and go to work Uh it's just the way life is and so this project came together after caesar and he used 100 dogs from his dog psychology center uh for this research (laughs) and 99 out of 100 were paws up for it anyway afterwards after like he would leave they would leave the dogs alone um, and instead of, you know, chasing their tail, licking themselves silly, chewing up your furniture, they would put these audio books on um, and the, they came back and the dogs were chilled and relaxed. That's interesting. So how do they get the earbuds to stay in the dog's ear? Well, see, I, I I was just thinking, How do you do it? can Why? we as humans hear these books, or are yeah. they at a high frequency <laughs> that only the dogs can hear them? No, Jody, you there's can hear of jokes that can go with this, yeah. you see. Look, here's a little, um, like promo of it from Caesar about one of the books. The art of racing in the rain is a beloved work of fiction told from a dog's point of view that shows the emotion and intelligence of dogs. I found that any family member, two or four-legged, who has ever loved a dog can relate to answer. Now, okay, so it's fiction. I didn't even realize this, too, yeah, so this is not like... Several books you'll be able to choose from. Some of them are about dogs. Some of them, it doesn't matter what they're about, but he's saying... because yeah, they're just dogs listening. He's saying, pick somebody who sounds like you if you're you no. have a dog gus sam you need to get up a, a male yeah. who, who sounds a little bit like you and that because he identifies with that human voice that he would be positive about that yeah. dogs are social animals i guess it makes sense that amazon's doing this because you can do this on the echo versus giving your phone to the dog which they would probably chew up anyway yeah, it's, right? yeah, it's funny you mentioned that murphy because the little thing for uh, caesar shows him sitting there with the book with a dog and with an echo sitting yeah. right in front of him. Uh, this, this right here, well, yes, for just $179. <laughs> Look, if you are interested like me and you want to know more, get the link about all of this, Audible for Dogs, at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift's mom took the stand yesterday in the groping trial. I'll tell you how that went down next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Taylor Swift's mom took the stand yesterday in the groping trial. Uh oh, that's trouble. <laughs> you know, Taylor Swift's mom, Andrea Swift, has been with her from especially in those early days, was always backstage. Mm-hmm. She's always been a very big part of her life and their best friend. So she was there when this happened. She didn't see it, but she was there with Taylor afterward. And Taylor went straight to her and told her what happened. So that's what she did on the stand. She basically said, yes, I know it happened. Did I see it? No, but I know it happened because my daughter came to me immediately and was super upset. And she pointed. She pointed to him and said, that guy. Yeah. And she got emotional on the stand 
a couple of times and described to the members of the jury how after that day they did not call the radio station and say this guy deserves to be fired. They just called and reported and said, you know, you do handle it how you want, but this happened. She also said that it changed the way they did their meet and greets. They do security checks now. They don't just let anybody come in and go, hi, can I have a picture with Taylor Swift? Hmm. So it was a long, in-depth thing. Have you seen the artwork for this trial, Sam? Uh, yeah, I saw it's one beautiful. picture. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's not rough and and you know angular and edgy. It's all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the groping trial uh, where this radio DJ allegedly allegedly groped Taylor Swift while taking a picture in the awkward photo. And he was on the stand again yesterday saying, "Yes, I agree. The photo is awkward." Mm-hmm. Um. He's suing her for $3 million. He's suing Taylor Swift because he's saying, I lost my job because of this and I have no money now right. and my reputation's wrecked. She's suing him, countersuing him for a symbolic $1 to say, no, you assaulted me. You don't get to sue me. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is expected to take the stand any day now. That's oh, the big day I would in court. assume it's like she, it's her and I think her bodyguard was supposed to testify at some point too. Right. But Security they, it's gotta members. be a couple more people and it's over Maybe with. Maybe they're just saving her for yeah. the last. All right, speaking of famous people in court, let's move on. Tiger Woods was expected in court yesterday, but he did not show up. His lawyers, though, entered a plea deal for him on this DUI case, mm-hmm. and he is going to have to to enter a first-time DUI offender program, which means he'll take classes, he'll do some sort of community service, all of this, and he'll have to plead guilty to, to go into this. And this is the one where they found him on the side of the road. They never found no alcohol in Reckless the system, driving. just prescription medication. Right, but he was definitely under the influence. It just wasn't alcohol. Yeah. That's what's going on with tiger coming up in your next hollywood outsider this morning at 8 30 stephen colbert gets the biggest guest of his time in tv murphy sam and jody your hollywood outsider uh, coming up just after eight i've got a friend who's driving uber now uh-huh. and wants our advice as passengers so we'll do that on the way all right, happy Thursday. So Jody has a friend who is um, has decided to become an Uber driver. And you know what? We should say it's Uber and Lyft. You know what I mean? There really are two big services out there right now for that. So yeah. I wonder why he... I guess Uber's the more common, popular one right I don't now. Know. That's, that's what he a, chose. I haven't talked to him since he and I are social media buddies. Mm-hmm. And he was like, one day this week early, he was like, I'm applying for my Uber job. And then yeah. the next day he was like, oh, I'm accepted. I'm hoping to drive tomorrow. So I'm I'm thinking we can chat with him later this week because you know he'll... It's Jesse. You know what I think I is funny, Jesse. too, is the lexicon, the words that we've adopted and turned into sure. verbs. Google. Over, Google it. Yeah, you Google it. And then, hey, you want to Uber to the yeah. hotel? It is funny. That's why it's so difficult for somebody to be like the second company company in on that yeah but look lyft i mean lyft is a we rode with a guy in vegas jody and i did that did both and in fact i have both apps now so if i can't get something fast enough on uber boy that's that's really (laughs) that illustrates what a hurry we're i can't get something within three minutes on uber (laughs) i'm lifting (laughs) but anyway you do have have two choices but you know jesse was asking Ah. our our opinions uh, on you know what, what should well, I do? I, opinion, right? Yeah. How can I be a you know good driver? And we were earlier talking about it. It's, I still think customer service just kind of test the waters, but being personable and, and you know offering help and being initially mm-hmm. conversational, and then you kind of read the car to see if anybody really wants to continue to talk or if they're busy. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I think let them drive the conversation. You drive the car and you let you test the waters and see if they really want to talk. If they don't, then let them have that quiet. But I also we forgot to say this, Jesse. Don't get political. 
and, and even if uh, they political, go political, religious, right? Not no politics, no religion. You know, but isn't that sort of a common sense thing? City. I mean, if you wouldn't have that conversation at a casual, you know, setting in a party, would would you have? No, it? but I'm it, saying you know? if the person in the back seat or the seat next to you brings it up, you know, yeah, it, it, it can only go a couple of ways, and it might not go your way. Yeah. I just, yeah, being, just remember you're in the customer service business, but be yeah. yourself too, because you're on, Jesse's got a really cool, you know, uh, I just Way. love his personality, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just a great person to hang out with. So I think that in itself will make you a great driver. I want to, Uber I'm or Lyft or whatever. Figure you out do. where he is later and call for a car and see if it's him. <clears throat> that would be fun for me. You know, or Jody's going to sit there, cancel, cancel, <laughs> yeah. cancel. It's gonna, it's gonna Eventually be, his license plate will pop up. It'll be Uber ro- roulette. Did we get Jesse? <laughs> nah, didn't get him this time. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, one of the uh, greatest rock bands of all time might be breaking up because of a visit to the White House. Mm. Sam's got music news. A little trouble in the band journey right now. Oh, no. I I thought the trouble in the band journey was like in 1985. It was when Steve Perry, (laughs) one of the greatest rock vocalists ever, left. No, well, we never that way. It wasn't 85. It was 89 or 90 when he said, I'm out of here. Well, it was him, and then we they had another it. guy who left, and then, you know, they finally found Arnell Pineda a couple years ago. Yeah. And everything. So this is new. You didn't put us in a time machine no. and go back to 1990. This right. is like within the last month. Apparently, uh, Arnell and Jonathan Kane, the keyboardist mm-hmm. and the bassist, Ross Valerie, went to the White House to visit President Trump. Mm-hmm. Neil Sean, who's the guy, one of the co-founders of the band, sure. who I think has a little screw loose or two. Um, Why? I don't know that enough enough about him. There's been some crazy stories. Yeah, he's had some crazy issues over the, over the years. He says the everybody in the band knows since the beginning of, of starting the band that they don't take political views mm-hmm. or right. religious views. Right. They go down the middle so that there's no issue and nobody can use them for one thing or another. Right, right. Well, with those other three guys going to the White house and not telling neil the white house took pictures of it and said look the band journey stopped by well then neil was like that's not the band journey that's three guys who went and if okay. they don't like it Lie. i can get rid of all of them and, and find people to replace them and blah, 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 well, it's kind of weird that they didn't tell him about it and look a visit to the white house doesn't have to be a political thing you know it whether doesn't. you're going to see trump or obama or bush or whoever it was it's, it's still the yeah, white, white house, house right right and so that's interesting and did they not, sign, like, sign a contract that they would always but, do the, all but, the same things together but no but i mean that would be like you know if you and sam went to the white house without me jody i mean other than the fact that you and i are married weird. if you didn't tell me right that would be you did what (laughs) why would sam okay and neil kane or rather jonathan kane says just forget about it it's it's gonna go away he's nuts whatever anyway uh, the weekend is getting into the uh, design business now a clothing designer does not surprise he's uh, designing some shoes okay and he's doing this with uh, puma the shoes are called parallel and his whole, he's got this whole plan, though. Instead of getting other celebrities to wear his shoes and just general public, he wants to ship a pair to the Pope mm. and ship a pair to the uh, President Obama and some other people that you usually don't endorse clothing and you know, right. stuff like that. like that. Yeah, so that's his marketing plan. We'll have that's to see. Ship would, them, but would that, that be the first papal endorsement if the Pope actually endorsed the shoes? You know, I don't know if he has or not. I know? don't remember the Pope ever endorsing anything. I don't see that happening. I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. It could. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Okay, we always love to hear about the good things that are happening in your life. We've asked you to call. We've asked you to email them. And uh, Sophia is on the way next with her organ donation good thing story 
You know, uh, we love finding positive news every day. That's what Jody's Good Thing is all about. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't just come from the news. It comes from you, yes. which is awesome. 877-310-4MSJ. Good news. Jody's Good Thing. All righty. We asked on our Facebook page what good things are going on in your life and for you to call also. And um, David, who's on the line? It's Sophia, and she wants to share her experience with organ donation. All right. You've got one. Sophia? I do, actually. Um, about two years ago, I lost a son. He was, actually, he was two when he passed away. Oh, gosh. It's funny because they call you right after they pass away. Um, obviously, the more fresh the situation, the better the organ. Right. It's like the worst um, time to call you, but it's when they have to call you, the organ donation people. Exactly. Yes. Um, I'm actually a cancer survivor. I uh, I had leukemia when I was two years old, and my brother was my donor. So I've oh, been... Wow in remission for 26 years already. Um, Yeah, I know exactly what it means to save a life. Um, So when they called me, I jumped on it. And had I been able to give my son's heart, his whatever they could have taken, I would have done it. So all they could take, actually, were were his um, heart tissues and his, um, like, his corneas and his whatever they could take from his eyes. Right. Um, Mm. I think that anybody who can and is willing to donate should. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what good is a body underground? Right. You're not taking any Everything of it with goes you. To waste. Exactly. The way I see it is my, my son, you know, a part of him is living out somewhere. So why not? Why not give somebody else that chance to live? Sophia, did you ever, ever try to find out about how he lives on through someone? Do you know the family? Do you have that opportunity at all? You know, um, they did give me the option they asked. Um, I said yes. But the family did not want to. Right. I don't know for what reason, but um, I did try. And I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I know that at least it went to a good use. You've definitely been on both sides of the issue. Yeah. Yeah. Sophia, thank you for calling. No problem. That is a really... That's a hard, good thing story to tell, but man. Thank you for doing it. 877-310-4675. Anytime you want to let us know what good things are going on in your life. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Stephen Colbert booked the biggest guest he's ever had, and he's already number one in late night. Tell you about that next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Stephen Colbert's Late Show. He's got the best ratings in late night TV right now because of what they call the Trump bump in TV. Ratings up because you're talking about what's going on at the White House. Yeah, he's working on it. But here's the thing is the president swears he's not taking it easy. Tweeting, working in Bedminster, New Jersey. He goes there every single night. So it's, it's what's going on in the world and, 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 and in the White House, but yeah. with that funny comedic you know, the angle, punch yeah. that Stephen Colbert has. Well, his biggest guest, he is booked that everybody in late night wants and couldn't get. It's Anthony Scarmucci. Next week, he'll have the former communications chief who was there for 10 days recently at the White House. The mooch. Everybody wants the mooch. Stephen Colbert has got him this coming Monday night as the guest on The Late Show. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, it's name that sound time. <clears throat> Name that sound, Sam? Yes. Okay. Uh, Murphy and Jody, ready to give it a shot? Sure. Yes. All right. <laughs> David? Uh, uh, can I guess? Wait. Uh, I actually it, watched one of these movies the other day. That's an old dinosaur. Well, it sounds like Chewbacca, but it sounds too old to be Chewbacca. 
Help us, David. It is Godzilla. Yes, it is Uh, Godzilla. The the original Chewbacca. Well, the uh, I don't know if you caught this this earlier this week. The original Godzilla, the guy inside the suit, uh, Huro Nakajima, passed away at the age oh, of eighty nine. He's okay. the one that wow. created the first Godzilla back in nineteen fifty four. Okay, um, really? Yeah, he said uh, when he went to the guys that were you know producing directing the movie, he said they really had no idea what they wanted the monster to look like, how they wanted him to behave, and all that. So he went to the zoo. And looked at big animals, yeah, uh, elephants, bears, cool, and uh, gorillas to come up with his walk and his motions, and, and he even helped build the suit, the first suit that they ever had for right. Godzilla. And he played Godzilla, I think, in like eleven different movies. That's so wow. cool. But My you wouldn't have recognized God. him walking down the street because he was always in a costume. Not right? unless he walked a certain way and breathed fire. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. My favorite Godzilla is the one from uh, Toy Story. Oh, well, he yeah, he was scared of everything. Well, I know. Yeah, that's actually, funny. He's not a Godzilla. He's a dinosaur. He was oh, a T-Rex, remember? I thought he was Godzilla. No, he was a T-Rex. Okay. All right, coming up, we'll take you to the courtroom in that Taylor Swift trial and who testified yesterday in tears. You know, Taylor Swift is expected to take the stand any day now in this groping trial, this assault trial that she's a part of. Bring you up to speed quickly, this radio DJ guy, she she says that he touched her inappropriately at a meet and greet, and there's a picture to sort of prove it. It's an awkward looking picture. Yeah. I mean, it's Well, the, I mean, the picture doesn't show that he's actually touching her. It's just where his hand is, you could say, it's maybe. Like, and he has this, It's it's the picture is exhibit A, okay? Yeah. I mean, and the, it's like an eight panel jury watching this. He's suing her for $3 million saying, I got fired after you accused me of doing this. And now I can't work and you've ruined my life. She countersued him for one dollar, a symbolic one dollar to say, you don't get to grope me and then sue me. Mm -hmm. So she's in court. Yesterday, her mom took the stand and her mom, she and her mom are best friends. They've always been together. Her mom got emotional saying, yes, I know this happened because I know my daughter. And she came to me immediately. She said, Andrea Swift, that it changed the way they do meet and greets. Hmm. After him, after that situation, they have more security. They do background checks before anybody can even come backstage now. So they changed that game. And Taylor is expected to take the stand any day now. And I think it's going to wrap up quickly. Yeah. Helping you get through the workday and uh, coming up after the show, subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. It doesn't cost you anything. And that way you can enjoy something exclusive for podcast subscribers called After the Show, where we're just going to keep on going. Mm-hmm. And today, we're, it's, we've got more help, right, for kids back to school, Jody? Yeah. Uh, the number one piece of advice for when you head back to, or if you start a new school, but it's not just for kids. This is something that we all need to know. Okay. And Sam recently did it well. Mm. 